Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Tried and Tested Podcast today. I am your host, Tracy, and uh, Tried and Tested is a relationship and dating podcast where we talk about all things that we go through in our courting stage, um, getting to know people, spending money, anything about love and relationships, marriages, divorce. We talk about everything from every end of the spectrum. And today we have a very special guest, my dear friend Cameron. Say hey, Cameron. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. What's up? (laughs) So thank you so much for joining us today as a repeat guest. If you guys haven't heard him already, He's in some of the episodes from season one, so definitely check it out. And so today our topic we're going to discuss is going to be bad habits and addictions that people have in relationships. Um, Some of you may have experienced this where you're dating somebody and they habitually do something that is just like so absurd and so, uh, you know, horrible and it, it destroys the our topic is for today. So, Cameron, um, first yeah. of all, what is your definition of an addiction? Um, I think addiction is something where it is something that you kind of can't live without, something that you must do, that you have to do every day, that, uh, that you can't control the impulse to do it, and it has a negative impact on your life and uh, your relationships. Okay, all right, so that makes sense. All right, so um, when it comes to relationships, what is too much to blame on something? Like, so basically, let's say you are someone who likes to drink alcohol a lot, right? At what Mm -hmm. point is it like, okay, it's too much, like you keep blaming it on this, and at what point do you identify it as an addiction versus something that the person does for fun? Um, I think, like I said, when it's starting to have a negative impact, so one way, like, when you're speaking about it, drinking particularly, um, it could be the way you treat me. Like, so if you, when you're, when you're under the influence and you act a certain way, um, you become, whether it's you're belligerent towards me or rude or you're just, maybe if we're out in public, you become a sloppy drunk and now you know how to take care of you. It's embarrassing. Like, that's one way. But also, too, like, drinking is expensive. So, like, if you're going out all the time, you you blowing, a, you blowing the uh, mutual funds that we're working, whatever financial goals you have that we're working towards and you're consist- consistently using that money to go buy alcohol, um, I think that, like, we need to kind of talk about that because, you know, if I'm asking you, to, if, if we agree that you're going to cut back so we can save a couple coin here and there and, like, you just can't do it, that's, to me, that's an, addic- that's an addiction. And okay, it, it's, so, it's beyond, but- yeah, it's beyond that. Okay, so as far as so it's only an addiction if they're spending too much money. What if they have the money to spend? Is it still considered nah, an addiction? Nah, it's not, it's or not no? only if it's like that's just that's one way. Like if they're spending too much money on it, and like you know we got some financial goals that we go working towards, and it's it's uh, hindering that or impeding that. But also too, like I said, if it's if it's you treating me right, when you get drunk, you get uh, belligerent or you get rude and you say nasty things and you treat me, you know, a way that you would. I would deem out of character for our normal relationship, our normal interaction. Or if we're out, like you like to drink when we're out and you're a sloppy drunk and I'm consistently after like, you know, you're getting crazy and it's, it's a little embarrassing when we go out in public because you're sloppy and you're drunk. You know, like that's more, that's mm. another, that's another way that it could be, uh, you could start to identify like, oh, this might be a problem. Okay. Okay. 
So when it comes to something like uh, an addiction of any sort, do you feel like those behaviors are learned or it's something that maybe you grew up knowing? Like it's something that you, it can just be ingrained in you, like you think it's normal. Or do you think, no, like, I, you know, it's something I that. It's, it, it's a, it's a, a it's, it can be a learned behavior, but it also can be something like maybe you just tried something and you like it and you just picked up on it. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know where it can come from. I know me personally, I have an addictive personality. So I mm. try to stay clear of things that I may find that I fall into a habit of maybe doing something habitually. So, uh, you know, but maybe I haven't been exposed to that before. And now that I'm exposed to it, I realize I like it a lot. So now I think like, oh, I want to consistently do it. Or it could just be something that you normalize. Like, like I said, you talk, you talk about alcohol. If you, alcoholism is something that you've seen on a regular basis and, you know, your pops came home every day, he had a six-pack of beer, and you thought nothing of it. And, you know, it could be a combination of the two or live independently. Mm, okay, now that definitely makes a lot of sense. So have you ever blamed anything on, like, uh, you know, a bad habit or um, an addiction of your own, like, throughout the course of your life in relationships and things like that? Has that ever been something that you have done? Um. I don't know. I don't know if it's about addiction per se, but I know I have used the phrase before. Um, well, that's just how I am, or you know, this is like, I, this is how I'm used to doing things. I know I've used that phrase before. As far as the addiction capacity, I I wouldn't say that I've I've had an addiction. I feel like I've developed some addictions over uh, our relationships, necessarily not necessarily uh, negatively impacting my my relationship, mm-hmm. but. Um, it's not. It's definitely things that I feel like I I picked up that I would probably deem out of character or something that I'm not too proud of to say that uh, a behavior that I learned that I pick up that you know I sometimes have an impulse to kind of dive into. Okay, no, that definitely makes sense. All right, so um, as far as addictions, do you think that they could ever be used in a positive connotation? Like, can you be addicted to something that's positive? You think? Yeah, you can't. I mean, I think you you can be addicted to something that's positive, but like the word addiction has a negative connotation. So I mean, like yeah. I, I have a I have an addictive personality. So like when I start working out, I really like to work out. Like so, I like oh, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And I really want to get my partner involved in that with me. Um, and they're not necessarily mm. as excited about it as I get <laughs> about it. So like when I start doing something. And I, I get a rush of it because I like working out, you know, it releases endorphins and stuff like that. So when I start mm-hmm. getting into it, I get excited and I'm like, I want to do this every day, blah, blah, blah. So okay. no, I that guess it sense. could and be I a actually, Yeah. And I mean, I feel like that that's something I definitely would want. I would love to exercise and feel like, ooh, like I, I want to keep doing this because I don't want to keep doing it. Um, <laughs> but... So do you ever think that, like, like, I know you mentioned something about through the course of your different relationships that you may have um, learned or, you know, started some new things that may have become an addiction. Do you feel like you could ever blame that on your partner? Like, I'm doing, I, I started doing this because of you. Or do you think an addiction is a personal thing and you take responsibility for your own actions? Um, so, like, my, my theory evolved on that. So I have kind of put that mentality out there before, like, oh, I, I started doing this because of you, but then I, you know, I shifted my perspective over time and as I matured that, you know, I can, I'm in control of everything that I do, so if 
I continue to blame if I continue to blame some per, a person for the actions that I'm doing, then you kind of have a level of resentment and stuff like that, and you ha- I, I have to be accountable to myself and. I have to note that like, I'm making these decisions, so therefore I can't be mad about, I'm not going to be mad at the person that may have been a catalyst because I still made that decision. And so that allows me to have, I feel like, more functional, healthy relationships. Whether I'm in a relationship with that person currently or we moved on from that, I can still maintain a decent rapport. Like I don't have a um, an ill will or um, any type of gripe against any uh, any of my exes. Uh, even if I felt I was wrong, because, you know, it's, you know, if I'm decided to stay in a relationship that I feel is not healthy for me, I still made that decision to stay in it. Like no one forced me to do it. And I, I, I've yeah. never felt, I've never felt like I yeah, I have to stay because of X reasons. Like I never, if I decided to stay, I've always owned it to say like, okay, this is me making this choice. Okay. No, that definitely, definitely makes sense. All right. So, now to kind of take it away from just you, um, have you ever dated somebody who had an addiction or a, like a bad habit that it was just too much for you to deal with? Um, I had I have dated people who I would say I don't know. You could be addicted to your friends, and you could be addicted oh, to your yeah. friends in a positive way and a negative way. And I've been I've been in a situation where I was addicted. Uh, I was. Uh, in a relationship with a young lady who was easily influenced by, I would say her, her circle. Um, she okay. re- like she, uh, I feel like, and I can't say for sure if that's the case, but I feel like you know she uh, became she she joined an organization and became got a new friends in that organization and like they were you know of course they started to talk about their relationships and they were feeding her different things. And this is at a time where you know we weren't as I had to move. I moved away for a little while, like so. It was like we want to try this long distance thing, and I feel like her friends were like heavily influencing her. And I don't want to say like I don't know if it was an addiction, but like she was high off of that new being a part of that new organization, having these new sisters that she has, and like she was definitely mm. high off that in the moment. So I feel like you know there was a lot of influence of that um, in that time frame. I mean, I think she grew out of that. Uh, but in that moment, I really felt, uh, I really felt that you know, and it, it was impacting. It was the outside influence that was in fact, more so affecting our relationship negatively. Mm. I mean, I don't hold me like I wasn't no uh, a saint in the saint? situation. However, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> however, I think like the outside forces was what kind of had a lot of influence. But on the flip side too. Um, you know, I've been in situations where uh, people use not not being close to their friends as like you know as a cl- as, as a crutch. Like you're like, oh, I don't have friends. I don't have my friends around me, so I'm not feeling myself. So I don't want to do this. So I don't want to do that. Like I don't have that kind of energy. So it's I've seen it. You know, where it was affecting my relationship neg- negatively because the friends were a bad influence and didn't have a lot of positive things to say about me. But also seeing on the okay. flip side where, like, if I hang out with my friends a lot enough, I don't feel like myself and I'm not as upbeat. So, therefore, now I'm kind of, like, in a slump. So, Uh-oh. definitely friends. Definitely friends in different ways. Okay. And that's interesting that you said that because I feel like at the end of the day, even though those situations, they could maybe be addictions or bad habits, it still it, it leads to addiction kind of because it's a crutch. 
it's something that you need in order for you to kind of be, I guess, who you normally were. Um, so when the oh, first man. girl that you mentioned, like, I guess, like, she needed those friends, and so therefore maybe she wasn't thinking clearly. And then, of course, with the second situation, because you don't have those friends, you're still not thinking clearly. So that those are types of maybe, like, minor forms of addiction. Um, but I'm talking about more so as well, like, more severe forms. And I'm going to use myself for an example. Um, <clears throat> I think, and the reason why I have even brought up alcoholism to begin with, um, I'm somebody who doesn't drink and never really did, never really cared for it. I just don't like it. Um, but I've dated people who drink, right? And I think that some men don't see um, drinking liquor as a problem. And I'm, so for me, what I thought is that when people drink, they probably drink when they go out. So that may be like on a Friday night and a Saturday night, right? But it's also that you don't drink till you black out or you can't remember anything, right? But then you have people who um, drink every day of the week. They continuously drink, and then their, their speech is slurred. They sound crazy. Um, they fall asleep. They can't barely walk. And so to me, that's an addiction if you continue to, like, continuously do that all the time. Have you experienced it? Have you seen that before? Um, uh, I I haven't seen anything like that with, with alcohol. I mean, I've seen it with drugs. Um, and not necessarily Ooh. in my generation. I've seen it like you know some like you know some of the older relationships like you know uncles, aunts, that type of thing. Yeah. I've seen it with yeah. drugs. Um, I've seen like my 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 pops, my grandfather. He was an mm-hmm. alcoholic, but he was a functioning alcoholic. So yeah. Um, you know, so even though he drank every day and he drank a lot, and most of my uncles, most of my uncles were too. Um, they drink every day. They drink a lot. They drink a lot, and um, you know they have health issues with it now. But I never, I never seen them to be to act out of character. I never seen them to act crazy. Like I not I not known anyone to be abusive. Like they would drink, and mm. like definitely it's a problem because they you know cirrhosis of the liver, all these other health problems yeah. that they like they're causing to their body, even though they're able to function. So. Um, I seem to be negative in that way, but I never, I don't necessarily, I can't speak to it. I mean, other than like now drugs on the other hand, like, you know, people stealing, <laughs> you know, people in your house and like they stealing, they acting yeah. crazy in the streets doing some wild, some wild stuff. So like that's, that's a much more real example of, of addiction that I've seen yeah. but, and, and, and how and toxic I mean, it is to a relationship. Yeah, and I feel like, see, also because I never took drugs either, like, I don't know, like, maybe I'm thinking these people are drunk, but they were on drugs as well, but I feel like it's definitely something that will hinder a relationship because it's kind of like you end up deal, um, dating a child, right? You And I think in uh, season one I mentioned about peeing in the bed. Like, I've actually seen someone urinate in <laughs> a man, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. these things to me, like, that's that's when you get to the level of kind of like being addicted because it's kind of like you're out with someone and they may physically look like a man, but then they're acting like childlike. They're, you know, you don't even have that manly posture anymore. You're very soft and very, you know, flimsy. You can just push them over with one finger. So like those type of things is kind of like what I'm speaking about, like when I say addiction and things that for me, I can't deal with that anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, so then I think – I think more a more apt question would probably be about at what stage are they exhibiting like exhibiting these uh, behaviors and these habits? Like, is it like early on? Like, is it early, early in the game? Like, you start to say like, oh, this is this is a non-starter for me. Like, I can't, 
I can't move forward with this. This ain't this ain't happening because of the fact that they're showing their they're showing their hands so early in the situation, or is it something that we're like? It just comes out, and over time, you say, "Oh man, like that was a sign, and that was a sign." And but by this time, you already fell in love. And then, then what do you do? Like, are you, like, do you, do you cut them off, or do you, uh, do you, do you work with them? And actually, like that actually leads me um, to my next question. Um, so basically, do you feel like because some of these habits are things that people have been dealing with long before they met you? And so do you feel like it's a good excuse, like, if this all, you know, work with me? Or do you feel like you can actually help someone get over addictions? Or do you think that these people should seek professional help? And then, this is the part two of the question, how long should you wait on someone? And the, the different addictions, I'm going to just give you, like, a, some sample ones, and we're going to break them down in a little bit. But, like, people who are addicted um, to porn, to gambling, to lying, to stealing, um, to not even being clean, like, you're not showering, uh, people who are addicted to food, like, those kind of things. So do you think that at, at that point when you guys are in a relationship and it's affecting you, that you guys, like, they should receive professional help, or do you feel like you yourself should be able to help them with it? Um, see, like, that's a, that's a complicated, that's a complicated question. Cause like, again, like, when does it, like, when do, when do you notice this? When do you pick it up? Is it early in the game? Like, is it, do you pick it up? Like if it's when we're, when we're courting and we're still dating and like, we're not necessarily committing to each other. We're just trying to see where this goes. And like, I right, look, if it's, if it's early, you're like, uh, I can't, you know, like this ain't what I want for my life. But if you're a little invested and you spend some time with each other, and you're like, okay, look, like, it, it, we're looking, it, this is looking like we're building towards something, we're working towards something, and now these symptoms are coming in. Like, now, at that point, you need to make a decision. Either you all in or you're not. And um, also, too, like, I'm, I never profess to be anything that I'm not. So, like, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. I don't got all the answers. I can give you my advice, but I'm also going to give you a disclaimer, like, look, you know, but what do I know? So you need to speak to us. You, you need to speak to a professional. So... Um, so that's know, the black and, way of saying like I'm not trying to ruin your life <laughs> at the end. Like, what do I know? No, it's not even that. It's just that it's, it's like you know you need to get like real professional help. Like I could be here to support you, but I can't. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. And you know, and it's I you may not you I, I I don't know. Like you may not feel like you're addicted. Like you may not you or you may feel like this is something you can get over by yourself. Like I'm, it's not for me to make that call for the other person because at the same time although we're living our lives together like it's still your life and that's I think that's what makes a healthy relationship understanding that like I live my life you live your life and then together we Mm -hmm. have a a whole life so if you if addiction is something that you're battling you need to decide Mm -hmm. the best way that it works for you you can bring me into you can bring me in to help make that decision for you and like you know go, go through the pros and cons of which way you should go but Ultimately, it's still your decision. And if I'm going to stay with you, I need to, if I'm in support of that or, you know, if I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. And I would say, I mean, obviously, if it's something that's early on, like week one or two, you definitely should have the common sense to kind of just back away and maybe just, like, be friends and things like that. Because I wouldn't recommend anyone um, going into a situation head on and you know this person is dealing with things because in that moment they may need a friend and they may need support. Oftentimes, though, I feel like people who are dealing with any type of addiction, you know it, right? You know that even if you don't consider it to be an addiction, you know you're dealing with something. 
And so they try to hide that part of their life. So early on, you may not see it. You may not know it. You may not have any idea until you start spending, you know, days or vacations with them. You know, like, because people can do that. Even people who Vacation? are pathological liars. You know, like I'm saying, <laughs> like, no, deep. I mean, I'm just giving. No, but I'm, of course, it is deep because I feel like people can hide stuff and then it comes out and you're like, whoa, I didn't know it was this serious. You get what I'm saying? No, yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. So, <laughs> like, again, like, you got to have, you got to have the discernment to understand, like, where your priorities are and what it is that you want for yourself. And if yeah. these behaviors, if these behaviors are not in line with your, with your long-term plan, like, I mean, you might need to, you know, make that, make that call and say, look, you know, Big homie, like it was, it was fun while it lasted, but uh, I think it's, I think it's time for us to kind of go our separate ways. And or if you, if you're invested, you say, like, look, big homie, like this was fun. However, before moving forward, these are some issues that we need to rectify. But it's up to you to make that decision. If it's up, like, like, do you just split ways, or do you think that the relationship is worth working on and salvaging? But also be realistic in the time frame because, like. You know what's forever. Like, do you, you, yeah. you want to be like? Do you want to be helping this person battle their addic- addiction? Like, you only been talking to him for a year and a half, eighteen months. Do you want to be helping this person battle their addictions for the next thirty years? Like, because you don't know yeah. what the future holds, and like, you got to be com- like, are you committing to that? Like, committing to helping them do that? Are you committing to the next thirty years, or are you committing and to I know. you know, like, look. And at the same time, it's like you got to think about, you know, with the pros and cons because I I know of and I see stories and I and I watch TV. I hear stories all the time. It's like, oh man, I've been about I've been battling addiction for thirty years, and my wife has been beside me the whole time, and she's been holding me down. And like that might work for them. Mm. <laughs> you know, she you just like you just it need might. that. And I I don't know. I don't I I don't know if I've met that person. I haven't had to deal with addiction in that capacity. Where it was that serious? But I don't know if I've met that person in my life where I'm really like you know. We two, we we eighteen months in, two years in, three years in, and I'm like, look, I'm gonna help you get through this addiction, and then now we like, we seventy, and like we still, you know, it's it's a, we working at it every day, you know, yeah. it could, but you know, you might make me better, so like I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, like, of course, like I definitely feel like um, I lost my train of thought real quick, but. Um, okay, I do. I feel like sometimes when you stay with the person, you're um, you're enabling them, and so they don't they don't stop what they're doing, and so that's why he's been dealing with it for thirty uh, years. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. Thirty years? If, what are you dealing with? No, nah, saying no. Nah, so if you if you stay with the person, that doesn't mean you're enabling them because the thing is, if you don't stay with them, that like they could they could use they could be addicted and 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 feed their addiction whether they're with you or they're not with you. Like if you're enabling them, I would say like you're making excuses for them. But if you're with them and you're helping them work towards it and you're holding them accountable, like I'm clean. Like for thirty for example, years, me, you can hold somebody accountable. Well, nah, bro. Nah. Pete Game. Like, look, listen. If you had an addiction. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And me and you was together, and I was, mm-hmm. and I've been holding you accountable for the, for the past thirty years. Mm-hmm. But you've been clean while you was with me, but you were clean the entire time. That like it was something that we had to work towards every day, and we have to think about it. And like you come to me, you say, oh, "Cam, okay. like I'm feeling, I'm feeling weak, and I'm feeling weak in this moment, and I need you to be yeah. my strength." And I come up and I be your strength in that capacity. Then you know I, I'm able to keep you clean. But then if you leave me, 
Like if, if we end up splitting up or whatever, now maybe the cabs to drive you back to whatever addiction that you have that wasn't impacting you negatively. You dig? So, but that's not your job. Like, I'm not it. saying with and you, like, so I can make you not, not go back not your to your job. addiction. But Cameron, thank you, thank you, honey. It's not your job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but so, um, I, I, but I'm no, I definitely like this conversation. Job. I feel like, huh? I just want to say, I said, it's not your job, but if you choose to be with that person, again, like, it comes down to the decision that you're making. If you decide to be with that yeah. person and you're deciding to take on that life, then you're, you're choosing to help them and, and help them get through that. If that's not what you want, then don't choose to be with that person, period. Yeah. No, that's true. And that's, that's a great segue to actually end the conversation because this is something <laughs> we could talk about for a long time. Um, I definitely know this is, like, a deep topic. Like, we're just scratching the surface, but I definitely um, thank you for your input and your insight, like, this is really, you know, something to think about. Um, and I'm sure people go through this every day, and it's definitely not easy. Um, so before we head out, I mean, you already kind of gave your last remarks. So just let them know what your Instagram page is. <laughs> if they want to talk <laughs> to you, they can, <laughs> they can hit you up, long-winded Cameron, okay? So what is it? Okay. You can, you can follow me at Fontaine Concierge on Instagram, also at MatchesMalone87. All righty. Well, thank you so much for your input. I mean, we're going to have to talk about this offline. Um, and then to my listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to our Bad Habits and Addictions episode. And until next time, have a good one. Adios.